0: What's up everyone? Welcome to Greyhound Time episode 12. It's Ingrid and DC Cohen and we are here today to do a little mid-season winter sport recap. A few weeks ago we had our winter sports preview but since there's no fans at any of our games we kind of wanted to just go over all of our sports that have been happening and give you guys an update. So let's get into this mid-season
1: recap. So first, let's start off with our most dominant team, Girls Swim. So Girls Swim is kind of on a roll right now, 5-0. and oh, And I know what you guys are thinking. You're got, you guys are like, wait, I thought swim's an individual sport. How can they have wins? So swimming is split up into individual events, but... Each team gets points when like they get first place in an event or something. So that that adds up to their total scores. And um so Girl Swim has won all of their meets. They got a dub against Parkway Central, 96 to 90, which is a little close. And then the next three were big wins, Ursuline, a win 177 to 66, Notre Dame 142 to 33, and U-City 117 to 40, which is pretty wild. And they beat Webster also.
0: I think that the most dominant thing to talk about with swimming is the relay that has been occurring with Anna Sofer, Jillian Thomason, Kellen Model, and Sophie Thompson. They beat two school records, and qualified for state so it's going to be really exciting to see them grow and win more meets in the future
1: yeah and I know they're looking uh, to get a third record they're only like a second off from getting the 400 relay record which is pretty impressive also um if you guys listen to our winter sports preview or our episode with Kellen and Sophie you guys might have already been on the lookout for them but we did call it I'm not gonna lie
0: yeah, we're definitely going to see them do some great things this season and hopefully get some state titles.
1: Yeah, so uh, let's get into the boys basketball. So boys basketball, um, that's a little funny story. They've had to quarantine twice now. I think they're on their second one.
0: Yeah, they're definitely off to a rough start. Um, they lost their first game 44-50, um, to 50, which is a close game but that was to Carnahan, and that was on the 8th of December, and then they were supposed to play Ledoux that same week, but that ended up getting canceled, and then they were supposed to play Parkway West on the 15th, which also ended up getting canceled, so hopefully in the 2021 year, they will be out of quarantine and ready to win some games and hopefully get that We'll do game rescheduled and catch a dub.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, pretty crazy. I know they've had a couple of guys quit because of coronavirus.
0: So getting into girls basketball, for girls basketball, it's actually looking a little bit brighter than boys basketball. They haven't had to quarantine. I know that JV and freshmen did earlier in the season, but they got past that and they're back in session. And varsity hasn't had to quarantine yet, so hopefully that stays the same. Um, the girls have had some tough losses starting the season. Um, Viz was their first game, and they lost 47 55, which was a close game, and Viz is a really competitive school for basketball. And then at the Little Caesars tournament, they lost to Rolla, and then they also ended up losing to St. Charles West, but they played Viz again and beat them 56 to 53, which is a close game, but it's really great that they were able to beat them the second time playing, which I know it's really difficult to play a team twice. So I think it was good that they got to kind of play them once, test out how they are, and then get to play them a second time and win. And then they played Lafayette, and that was a tough loss, 27 to 58. And then their most recent game was Virtue City when they won 61-49, to which was definitely a big game. And I think it gave them the momentum to continue. They've had some difficult losses.
1: Yeah, the U-City game was definitely very interesting. I live-streamed it. And I remember at halftime, they were, uh, I think they were, it was either tied or they were down by, like, two points. But it was very cool to be able to see them build up their momentum and beat U City by 11 points after coming from behind. So big come from behind win from Clayton. And uh, sadly, uh, the team was supposed to play LeDoux on like this Friday, but that game got rescheduled to February. So it will be like how it normally is with the girls playing and then the boys playing instead of the boys playing one week and the girls playing a different week. So it'll feel a little bit more normal in February, hopefully.
0: So now getting into wrestling, um, wrestling is a small team, but they have been able to get some big wins in recent matches. Um, Of course, we want to always look out for Nate Martin. He's actually not lost a single round yet, so we're hoping to see him at state like he was last year. Um, The big matches that they have had are Brentwood, where Nate went 2-0, Ethan Sturmowski went 1-0, Elsie Martin went 1-0, and Navad Fredman went 1-1. And so that was pretty good for the team. They all took home wins. And then they also had a match against Brentwood, Bishop de Berg, and Viani, where Nate Martin won all three, which was huge for him. And then the other athletes did well winning some and losing others. And then they wrestled against Her Herculum Hancock, where Nate, of course, took out two wins and everybody else did well, but Nate was definitely the dominant athlete at that meet. And then their most recent meet was versus Parkway West in Timberland, where Nate of course again went 2-0. Ethan Sermoski, 1-1, Elsie Martin, 0-1, Naveed Fredman, 1-1, Art Chen Wei, 0-2, and And Alex Snyder, 0-2. So everybody has been able to make some wins, but also suffer some losses. And I think that what's pulling them through right, right now is Nate Martin, and hopefully he can help them to excel. And just like swimming, this is kind of an individual sport. So everyone can work hard for themselves, but also try to bond each other as a team. So we're hoping to see Nate continue to excel, and everybody else hope to get a few more wins.
1: Yeah, Nate Martin is the athlete to watch for wrestling, for sure. Uh, I don't know what he taught his sister, but his sister had never wrestled before, Elsie Martin. And now she's doing pretty well, so that's very cool to see. Hopefully Nate will have a state run and maybe even be able to get first or second place at state this year. I know last year he did pretty well this year, expecting bigger things from him just because of how dominant he has been this season thus far.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And like, not even losing one match or one round is phenomenal for the entire season. So if he's already kind of feeling it out and doing so well so far. I think he has great potential in the future to become a champion at state.
1: Yeah, and I know we were uh, a little nervous with Kaylee Ross leaving, so there wasn't a dominant girl, but it really looks like Elsie Martin is stepping up to fulfill her shoes.
0: Yeah, I think it's awesome to see the siblings both kind of stepping up and building this team, which I think has suffered in the past from being so small. And so I think that their bond can kind of help bring everybody else together.
1: Yeah, for sure. So let's get into hockey. We sadly did not include hockey on the winter sports preview, but we are including them in the recap. So the hockey team has been doing quite well lately. I know it was originally a small team with Jackson Perlint moving and the Bombstarks quitting, but the Starks did decide to come back, so Eli and Walt are back. Shout out Eli, he's part of the Greyhound Time team, and shout out Walt.
0: And shout out Andrew Thompson.
1: Yeah, and shout out Andrew Thompson, he's on the team also. So the hockey team has been doing quite well. They had their first win of the season against MICDS 2-0, which is pretty amazing because MICDS does have a lot of club boys, but big dub for sure a dub against lutheran south uh which was three to two amazing to see the boys tied priory one to one and they beat northwest four to three sadly they uh lost six to three against ladue but the bomb bombstarks weren't there so when they play ladue again this season hopefully it will be a dub
0: yeah i think that that night they were kind of missing their momentum because they scored those three goals in the third period so I think that if they can just bring that drive and that dedication that they all have to the first first and second periods then they'll definitely be able to pull out a win and hopefully they play them later in the season um the Hounds beat Northwest on the 12th of December with a 4-3 win
1: yeah so that's all we have for winter sports we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit up our Instagram at Grayhound Subscribe to our YouTube at Grayhound And follow back for more podcasts.
0: So this is our last podcast of 2020. We're so excited for the new year and to bring you more podcasts and more content in 2021. Thanks for listening and go hounds.